Welcome to the Piece of Cake Podcast. I'm Emily. And I'm Brienne. And we're here to make your wedding planning a piece piece of cake. cake. Who are we? Just a couple of best friends who are passionate about weddings and all the little details along the way. We've been brides and bridesmaids, day of coordinators, and party planners. We're accountants by day. And wedding enthusiasts by night. We'll use our experience and attention to detail to help you plan your special day. We know this is a really exciting time in your life, but the logistics can be stressful. That's where we come in. Tune in with us every week and your wedding will be a a piece piece of cake. cake. Welcome back. We're so excited to be back for season two of the podcast. We hope you enjoyed your holidays and hopefully got some time to relax and put a pause on wedding planning. I know that that time was really great for us. And now we're so excited to jump back into wedding planning season. Yes, hopefully you enjoyed that quiet time and now ramping up to those summer weddings. It's going to be a super busy time for planning and that's why we're getting back into it. Yes. So just a little background. If you're just jumping into our podcast as a newly engaged bride, first of all, congratulations. We're so excited for you. But please go back and listen to season one of the podcast. In season one, we tackle all those big decisions that you'll need to be making towards the beginning of your wedding planning. Those are things like choosing your venue, picking out your dress, food, drinks, your bridal party, all those really important things. And season two is going to be a little bit different where we're going to dig more into smaller, more specific topics and have a little bit shorter episodes, but they'll be packed full of helpful advice and fun things. Yep. Equally as fun and hopefully really helpful. Yes. And again, if you have any topics that you have been curious about or would like our help with, feel free to message us and we'd be happy to design an episode around that. Yes, this is the perfect time for any like random things that you're really wanting us to dig into. So also in this season, one of the reasons we're going to be doing these sort of shorter episodes is it's time for us to jump into wedding coordinating season. First of all, we want to say thank you so much to all of our listeners who reached out to us about wedding coordinating. We were able to book a lot of weddings for this summer, and we'll be ramping up the planning and meetings for all of those. Yeah, we're actually fully booked for July and August this summer, so that's awesome. And we'll be keeping you updated on how all of that coordinating and planning is going. Yes, we're so excited. So let's jump into our first episode of season two. Today's episode feels really relevant because (laughs) we're actually in the middle of planning a girl's trip to Vegas. Yes. And it's kind of a, I don't know, reunion, Mm do-over, anniversary trip of my bachelorette party that happened two years ago because we had such a good time. So it's very relevant for today's episode, which is bachelorette parties. Yes. Okay, I feel like we say this all the time, but <laughs> this is one of our favorite things to Everything's talk about. Everything's our favorite. Yes. So much fun. Okay, now that you guys have heard this week's topic, just a heads up, there will be a little bit of adult content, which makes sense given the topic, right? Okay, let's dive in. 
So in general, bachelorette parties can and should vary depending on the bride. It's all about making the bride feel special and doing whatever she likes. So we're going to start off with some examples of bachelorette parties that we've planned and our own, just to give you some ideas. Yes. So we'll go in time order. Mm -hmm. So first was my bachelorette party, which was like four years ago now. Oh my goodness. Okay, so big props to Emily and my whole bridal party who planned the most wonderful bachelorette party Mm -hmm. for me. The first thing about mine was that a lot of our bridesmaids and families and everyone was coming from out of town and was only going to be there for the weekend of the wedding. So we did my bachelorette party two nights before the wedding. So my wedding was on a Saturday and my bachelorette party was the Thursday beforehand. We started out my bachelorette day by getting our nails done, me and all of the bridesmaids. If you have listened to episode 20 about wedding prep, we mentioned that this is a really good time to get everyone's nails done for the wedding. So it was me and all of the bridesmaids, and this also included my younger junior bridesmaids who were um, not 21 but still joined us for some of the daytime activities. And we were able to actually get the whole nail salon to ourselves and bring mimosas, which was super fun. So we got all of our nails and toes done in the matching style that I wanted for my wedding. After that, we went to a fun lunch. All of this was in West Seattle, near where Emily lived, because that's where our party was kind of based. We did a nice little lunch and invited my soon-to-be mother-in-law and younger bridesmaids So then the next part was the first surprise that my girls did for me, and I'll let Emily talk about that. Yeah, so then we had a limo come and pick us up, and we basically did like a driving tour around Seattle and took photos everywhere because we had really fun sweatshirts that Brianne had (laughs) given us for bridesmaids, and we drank champagne in the limo and took photos everywhere we stopped in the city, and listen to music, and just kind of had a little party in the limo for a few hours. Such a cool surprise. So then after that, the limo dropped us back off at Emily's apartment, and she had it all decorated up for my bachelorette party. The theme of my wedding, like I've mentioned, was chandeliers. So she had black and pink, which are my favorite colors, and chandelier decorations, and it was all cute for my bachelorette party. When we got back, we got all dressed up for the night. And then we went to an awesome dinner just nearby her apartment, and it was Mexican food because that's my favorite. And then for that, we invited my mom and my gram to come to dinner with us. So I thought all throughout the day, we had really cool ways of incorporating different people from my wedding and my family to different pieces of the party, which I thought worked really well. After a lovely dinner, we went back to Emily's apartment for sort of the pregame party. And again, we were able to incorporate more of our friends. So we had some friends who weren't in the bridal party, but were still important to us that we wanted to come party with us that met us at her apartment at that point. And of course, we were popping champagne and getting all ready to go out for the night. And then we had a chocolate fountain. Oh, chocolate fountain is the most important thing. (laughs) (laughs) 
From there, we went to downtown Seattle to a few different bars, including our favorite bar, which is Cowgirls Inc. It's a country-themed bar, which is just really fun. And Emily had reserved a booth for us, so we had a booth for all of our group. And at this point, we had like 14 people between the bridal party and all of our friends who joined us. And even some of Parker's friends and family from Canada ended up joining us too. So we had this huge group in the booth and it was so much fun. And Cowgirls Inc. is really fun because they have girls up dancing on the bar all night. And of course, as the bride, I got called up to dance up there with them. And we have some pretty cute pictures (laughs) of that. And I loved that bar so much. We actually just stayed there all night Mm -hmm. until we were done and headed back home. It was such a fun day. And it had all these different activities that were really specific to things that I love and incorporated all the people that were important to me. It was just the best day. And I'm so thankful. So the next bachelorette party is one from our bridesmaid that we both had, Katie, who's also been on our podcast before. This one, Brianne and I both planned together, which was really fun. And this bachelorette party started in the middle of the day with pottery painting. We went to one of those cool paint-your-own-pottery places, and we all painted something that we could give to the bride for the bride and groom's new house. Mm -hmm. And before the bride got there, we decorated the table with cute decorations and brought some snacks and sparkling cider. So when the bride arrived, it was all cute for her. Mm-hmm. I, know they, I don't think they would let us have champagne, but right. we had to still be fun and pop something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then we had gotten a fancy hotel room in downtown Spokane, and we had decorated that also before she got there and had champagne and snacks. So once we were done with pottery painting, we went back to the hotel room and surprised the bride with all the fun decorations. And then we got all dressed up and went to a really nice dinner at the hotel. After dinner, we went back up to the room where we, of course, had drinks. And then we got mini cupcakes from the bride's favorite cupcake place. And we played a bunch of little fun bachelorette party games to kind of get us ready for going out for the night. And then we went out to a couple bars around Spokane. Um, But most importantly, and where we spent most of our time, was at the piano bar which if you guys haven't been to one, they're super fun. Really, really fun. They have either like one or two dueling pianists and they play like popular songs. Yeah, like any song. Yeah, but piano versions and you can request songs too. Um, And it's a ton of fun. So we'd request songs that Katie likes or songs like I like big butts or something, (laughs) like literally anything. And it was a lot of fun because they would – call like the bride up to the stage and have her sit on the piano yes and serenade her and we got a little booth rented for that as well so we spent most of our time at the piano bar just having a ton of fun so fun and then of course ended our night possibly slightly intoxicated (laughs) back at the hotel ordering pizza yes because what else are you gonna do (laughs) And last, but certainly not least, not least. <laughs> is Emily's bachelorette party. So a little background on this is that Emily was the most amazing bridesmaid in both me and Katie's weddings, and we wanted to make sure to give her a bachelorette party that she would never forget because she had just been the best and she so deserved the best party. And Emily had never been to Vegas before. 
And so we figured, what the heck, we have to go to Vegas for Emily's bachelorette party. So that's what we did. We planned a girl's trip out to Vegas with Emily and the bridesmaids. So there were six of us, five bridesmaids. I booked a sort of condo-y hotel room right off of the strip that had two bedrooms and a pullout so it could fit the whole group of us. It was also really nice because it had a kitchen so we could buy groceries and all of that and be set up for a really great weekend. On the first day, we of course went out and explored the Vegas Strip because Emily hadn't been there and there's so much just to walk around and see. And, of course, had to try to gamble a little bit mm-hmm. and, you know, do all the Vegasy things. Just drink as you walk down a sidewalk. It was so oh, fun. Oh, yeah. oh yes. We the first day. The, we bought this, like, giant wine bottle, champagne bottle-shaped plastic cup. There's also a necklace. That also came on a giant chain. And it was filled with slushy, alcoholic slushy. Yes, that they then topped off with more shots of alcohol. Right. And it was, I don't know, like $10 to refill that thing. <laughs> so that was awesome. And then that night, we had to give her the full Vegas experience. We, of course, had to go to a Vegas nightclub and had a ton of fun dancing the night away. The next day was kind of really the main what we'd call the bachelorette party day. We went to a pool party at the MGM. I had never been to a pool party mm-hmm. at all. I didn't even or... know if this was like a thing. Yeah. But one of our bridesmaids did and got us on the guest list. And it was so much fun. It's literally like one of the best things I've ever it's done. It's like a club outside in daylight in a pool with a DJ. And the pool is completely packed with people. You set up a spot and we luckily we got the edge of the pool so we could set our stuff out, but it's just completely packed and everyone's just dancing and drinking and partying all day. And somehow we got a bunch of free drink tickets and we drank vodka pineapples <laughs> all day at the pool party. Um, I've really like never had that much fun. It's so unexpected and so fun. Mm-hmm. And then that night is when I had really planned all the bachelorette activities. The surprises. Yes. So we started off the night with, of course, a limo picking us up, and I had the limo drive us down the Vegas Strip, and we got to take pictures at a couple different places, namely the Welcome to Las Vegas sign, because that's that so cool. super important. We just like walked to the front of the line? Oh yeah, our limo driver was just fearless and walked us right up there, so that's cool. <laughs> and of course, in the limo, we're listening to all the fun music and popping champagne and all of that. We had the limo driver drop us off at the Hard Rock Hotel where we went to dinner at a pink-themed Mexican food restaurant. So good. Because, yes. (laughs) And then after that, Emily, what did we do? We went to Magic Mike. Yes. We went and saw the Magic Mike show. That was so fun. (laughs) It was amazing. I mean, honestly, we just picked that because – that's what we'd heard of. Yeah, Everyone you do for bachelorette parties. Yeah, you've seen the movie. You've heard of it. It's like, okay, we'll do that. It, it blew me away. Oh, my gosh. It was really good. <laughs> and one of the Magic Mike dancers, like, came up and twirled Emily around because she was the bride. And, oh, my gosh, it was so much fun. <laughs> After that, we ended our night at a rooftop bar up on top of the Rio. Had gorgeous views of the strip. And we were dancing and all of that fun. So much fun. 
So that was probably on the extravagant end of bachelorette parties, but it was such a fun trip for all of us, and we have such great memories. That's why we're doing it again. Exactly. (laughs) So as you can see, bachelorette parties can totally vary, but hopefully our examples gave you some ideas of things to think about or ideas for possible parties in the future. And now we have a list of things to consider when planning bachelorette parties. So first thing is who's even in charge of planning the bachelorette party? (laughs) Generally, it's thought to be one of the duties of the maid of honor, Mm -hmm. but that really does not have to be the case. It's really best for the bridal party to kind of discuss this and make sure someone is planning it. Don't just assume the maid of honor is planning it. Mm -hmm. And maybe it's good to have a group effort in this or, you know, divide and conquer. Just make sure the bridal party discusses this and that someone's in charge. Someone or a few people are planning this party. Mm -hmm. So brides, this is another one of those episodes like our toast episode where you might not need to listen to this whole thing or might not need all of this advice because it's kind of geared at whoever's going to be planning the bachelorette party. But it'll at least give you brides some ideas of what you might want in a party. If you're asked for your opinion, you can have some ideas of what you like. Also, it's just super fun to talk about whatever your role is in the wedding. You have to think about who is coming. It seems kind of obvious that, oh, the bridal party comes. But how many people actually is that? And do you have other friends that might want to be involved? Do you have close family members that you would want to bring? Sometimes people invite their parents as well. And then you also need to be considering the ages of these different people that you want to come because like in our examples, you heard there are some things that not all ages could be invited to. So there's a lot to consider when you're thinking about the actual group that will be joining you. And when will you have it? We highly, highly, highly recommend do not have the bachelorette party the night before your wedding. Oh my gosh, let me repeat that. Do not have your bachelorette party the night before your wedding. We know sometimes it can be hard to get everyone together on a different date because sometimes everyone's just there for that weekend of the wedding. Mm -hmm. But like in Brienne's example, that was basically the case. So we did it the Thursday before because then everyone could fly in maybe one day early and squeeze in the bachelorette party if that's all you can do. But do not do it the night before. (laughs) I mean, let's be honest. You'll probably be hungover. It happens. Even if you're not hungover, you'll at least be tired. Don't do that to yourself. Yeah, you have way too much going on. Do not do it before the night before. (laughs) The location, something to consider. Are you going to do it near the wedding? This kind of plays in with the timing. If you are going to do it the same weekend or within a few days of the wedding, you might need to plan it near the wedding. Otherwise, the sky's the limit. You can do it near where the bride lives, if that makes the most sense, or where the most people live in your bridal party, or you can do a whole destination. And then one huge but sensitive topic, as always, is the budget. This is really important to establish upfront, understanding what the bridesmaids can and are willing to spend on the bachelorette party is really going to determine how much you're able to do, where you're able to go, and all of that. Just make sure that you're really upfront with the bridal party, asking how much they're able to contribute 
so that you don't plan anything and later on your bridesmaids are like, hey, I, I can't afford this. What the heck? It's also important to consider what does the bride like? Again, you want to tailor this party to them. Not everyone wants to go to Vegas. Truth. So make sure you're considering all of the things that the bride likes and might actually want to do for her party so she feels like this is her day. Yes. And kind of in line with that, um, let me just say, sorry moms, but we have to talk about this. Yes. It's a sensitive topic. <laughs> penises or no penises? That is the question. That is the question. So I'm sure you guys all know that bachelorette parties a lot of times include raunchy things like blow up penises Mm -hmm. (laughs) and you need to know if that is something that your bride wants and thinks is really fun or something that your bride is not comfortable with and make sure that you're respecting that yep some people really think it's super fun and ask for it really Mm -hmm. for example katie was like super excited to have them at her party she specifically requested a penis veil to wear out to the bars (laughs) so like more power to you. It's super fun to have at your party if that's what you want. Okay, but then Emily. <laughs> Emily's pretty modest and conservative at times, but she wanted to have like a little bit of fun. So we did secret penis things in the hotel room, but not things that we were going to bring outside or have be in photos or anything like that to right. keep it kind of respectable in that sense. Um, But then on the other end of the spectrum, for my party, like we've mentioned, we had a bunch of different people of different ages at different stages in the day, and it just wasn't um, the right place and time for things like that. So Emily steered clear of them for my bachelorette party. So our advice on this is if your bride's one of those that you can like talk about this or ask or you already know, then go for it. But if you don't know how she feels about it, just be on the safe side and... No, no penises. (laughs) Okay, so sorry for the number of times that we had to say penis, but we needed to have that conversation. It was important. (laughs) Moving on, another thing you need to consider is the scope of the bachelorette party. Like you've heard in our examples, some of our parties were pretty extravagant, but you certainly do not have to do a whole weekend trip or something. A bachelorette party can be anything from a nice dinner to a day that has a couple different activities to a weekend getaway. Whatever works for your timeline, your budget, and your group. Yep. And lastly, communication is super important. Make sure you're communicating with all the bridesmaids so that they can plan ahead Another important aspect is, are you going to keep this a surprise from the bride Mm -hmm. or maybe just certain aspects of the day, like in our examples? And if so, make sure that you somehow get at least the day or weekend on the bride's (laughs) schedule because at least you need to make sure she shows up, even if the day is going to be a surprise. So yeah, communicate with everybody so that everyone's on the same page and can plan ahead. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so as you're thinking through all these things and planning your bachelorette party, we'll just throw a bunch of different ideas out there so that you have some examples or things that you can pull from when you're planning. So for all of these ideas, just note that you can do any one of these things, and that's awesome, or any combination of them that you want to put together. So these are things like... Do a spa day. 
could do a workout class. This could be as you know, mainstream as a Zumba or bar class or something, or something a little more risque, like a pole dancing class. Do one of those paint and sip classes. You could go to a movie, musical, or a play. Go on a hike. Could have a fancy dinner. Another sort of class, like cooking or flower arranging. Mm-hmm. You could go wine tasting. Go to a brewery. You could have a party at someone's house. Go out to the bars or clubs. Yeah, that's a pretty standard one. Mm-hmm. You could go skiing or snowboarding. Disneyland. Vegas. <laughs> Nashville. Oh, that's my new favorite place. <laughs> go to a concert. You could rent a limo or a party bus. Go to the beach. You could have a cabin or a lake day. Go boating. Go on a dinner cruise. Karaoke. Oh, they have those little karaoke rooms. Yeah, yeah that you fun. can rent out for just you and your girls. Or you can go to a sporting event. Basically, the choices are limitless. So really, again, hitting on the point, do what fits your bride and you'll have a great time. Okay, guys. So you're probably listening to us talk (laughs) about trips to Vegas and renting a limo and thinking, this sounds pretty spendy. And per the Knot website, the average bachelorette party costs about $537 to attend. person. Yes. So this does sound spendy and can be even more, especially if you're planning a trip or something. One thing I want to note here is that if you are planning something like a trip and you're thinking, oh wow, this is really expensive. Also keep in mind the fun that you're going to get out of this activity too. I do agree it is a lot of money and you have to decide what you're comfortable with. But if you're able to afford it and you get a trip to Nashville out of it, Think about it as a vacation for yourself, too. Yep, I agree. I think it's totally worth it, and it's memories that will last forever. So now we're going to go through our money-saving tips and tricks so that it doesn't seem so spendy for you. Yes, it doesn't have to be $537 a person. Right. (laughs) Number one, and I think the most important, most helpful thing for this scenario is Groupon your best friend for planning a bachelorette party. You can get discounted tickets for anything on Groupon. You can get discounts for shows, classes, trips. They even have whole bachelorette party packages for places like Vegas. Think about the number of people you're going to have because if you're doing things like a hotel room, you can get as many as four or possibly five people in one room just to split the costs up a lot more and make it a lot more affordable. Yes, just a reminder that if you're the maid of honor and you're planning this, the costs do not all fall on you. And the more people you can divide them from and get people chipping in and all of that can be really helpful. Mm-hmm. And on that note... <laughs> This one was really useful in our cases is you can also reach out to people like moms or close family members or friends and see if they would be willing to chip in to, for example, when we went to Vegas, one of my really close family friends gave us some cash and we used that to go on the high roller. And my mom covered my own plane ticket when I went to Vegas and for Brian's bachelorette party, her mom chipped in for the limo. Yeah, and maybe they don't specifically want to chip in cash, but they want to help out in some way. So maybe your mom has a 
big old minivan that she wants to drive you and your friends downtown into the bars. Or maybe your family has a lake cabin that you can borrow for it. Yep. Another tip is consider like Airbnbs instead of hotel rooms to save money. They can be a lot more cost efficient for larger groups. Mm -hmm. And if you are on a weekend trip and looking at things like Airbnbs, get somewhere with a kitchen so that you can buy groceries and make some of your own food so that you're not eating out all the time. Uh, pack alcohol and do some pre-gaming drinking <laughs> at your hotel or room before you go out. And so you don't have to buy as many drinks out when it's really expensive. Also utilize bulk discounts. So especially if you're going out as a group, there's a lot of places that offer bulk discounts. If you buy a, you know 10 tickets to a show, you can get a group discount. Or again, when we mentioned like sporting events, a lot of times they'll have group discounts. This one, I guess it's a money-saving tip. I'm not sure. It's a fun tip. There's a lot of generous people out there. <laughs> and so we really recommend wear your fun sashes and buttons and hats or whatever that say like, you're the bachelorette or the bride <laughs> when you go out. Because a lot of times people want to like buy you a free drink. You know, take advantage of those times. This is your day. People Pe want to celebrate you. Pe yeah. Let them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that a bride should pay for a beverage on her bachelorette party. Exactly. <laughs> so that is all we have for you on bachelorette party planning. This is, again, one of our very favorite topics to talk about. We love planning trips. We love planning <laughs> parties. We love going to Vegas. Love <laughs> so reach out to us if you want any more specific tips and tricks or you want us to dig more into anything else because I think there's a lot we could talk about here but we'll have to wrap it up for today and of course we'll leave you with the three key ingredients that will make your bachelorette party a piece of cake number one tailor the bachelorette party to your bride number two be respectful of budgets and number three do not have the party the night before the wedding. Amen. If you enjoyed listening to us and feel like you actually got some good takeaways and tangible tips for your wedding planning, please, please, please go rate us, review us, share us with your friends. You can also find us on Instagram at pieceofcake.planning or you can email us at pieceofcakepodcast at outlook.com. So tune in with us each week and your wedding planning will be a piece of cake.